0: Begin this week's topic, this week's Shiloh. Uh The year might be a little shorter than usual, there's not that much in terms of the sources, but it's a fascinating topic, uh, Shilah, I didn't want to really miss out on the opportunity, so this is the question. The question is, uh, there was an individual who was advertising selling an apartment, and the apartment was 1.2 shkala, 1.2 million shkala, 1.2 million, yeah, 1.2 million, right. 1. 2 million thank you. And one of the people came, he was looking at the apartment, he was interested, and as always, uh, you negotiate a price, and he says, I'll give you 1.1 million shkollim for it. Okay, so after negotiating, um, they're back and forth, and going through the contract. So right before they finally sell, and uh, sign the contract, the mocher gets a phone call, the seller gets a phone call, he answers the phone, it's a lady on the other end, and he said, I'm going to give you 1.2 million shkullim for the apartment. Went, Hold on a second. So he tells the potential buyer in front of him, who's about to sign, I've got a buyer right here on the phone. You heard her. She's interested in paying 1.2. You could offer the 1.2 now, or otherwise I'm going to go with her. So the guy's going through all the paperwork he already got so far. You know, At this point, I'm going to walk away from the deal for the extra 100,000 shkullim. Okay I'll put me down for one point two, redo the contracts, and he bought it for one point two million scholar. Fine. afterwards he the mocha kind of felt bad. the seller felt bad, and he said, "Listen, after I sold you the apartment, it was my mother who was calling me oh, on no. the phone uh, uh, and um I, uh, <laughs> so so one sec, one sec, so he so the little cat's like, what a, what a gun of uh, you, your mom, the family a bunch of mobsters here." Um, I want my hundred thousand schulam back. It wasn't uh, true. That was the question. So fascinating story. Um, and you have once I and you, I'm sure even if it's not exactly the same case, we have similar cases to this. Uh, people saying that they have uh, other buyers. If it's true or not true, that's the question. Deal was signed. The contract was complete. Does he get his one hundred thousand schulam back? That's the question here. So. So let's see. So let's see. Mekach tells no, yes, happens all the time. Let's see. He admitted. He brought So he ain't a He brought it up. But who says he asked to owe the money, though? Who says, if he stole money, if it was a Ghana, if he stole money, here, I'm sorry, I took your wallet. You return the wallet. He didn't steal. He tricked the guy. He wasn't stealing. He did agree. Sorry. So Bach, let's let's see what they, let's see what they said. Baksham, good. I got you guys riled up. This is good. Yeah. Good, 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 good. The fever. I'm to at fever, but let's go through. All right, tell that both. So we're going to get to the source. Here we go. Good, good. I can walk away now. You guys are happy. That's good. I mean You guys have what to talk about, what to be excited about. So let's go through the sugya. The first question here is whether or not there's a issue of ona. Ona is overcharging undercharging, not paying for the market value of something, is it, it cost, it was, the worth was 1.1 really, now it's going to really get into a larger conversation, which I don't want to get into, how do you declare a market value of something, so this is going to be a very superficial, uh, uh, you know, uh, research, or I guess, uh, uh, discussion of oh no. but don't ask any questions really, because it's not a fair assessment of ona. Oh no. But just to get the discussion started, there'll be other situations we're going to discuss ONA in great length. But just for now, superficially, would ONA apply? I'm sure as many of you are familiar, there's no ONA as opposed to Karka. ONA means just the basics. If you are selling and you're selling a movable object, I'm selling you a chair, and I charge you one sixth more than the value of it, that's called ONA. The sale a good sale, but you have to return the one-sixth overcharge. If a person charges within one-sixth, meaning less than one-sixth over the amount, that's mechila, you get to keep it. Let's say it costed five, uh, $10, and you charge $11, that's less than a sixth, you just keep the money. If you charge uh, more than a sixth, let's say you sold the $10 chair for $20, and the whole mekkah is bottle, the whole sale is non-void. That's the basics of ona. those are the three approaches: exactly a sixth, less than a sixth, and more than a sixth. The Mishnah tells us, if you look in Bav the first source here, page number one, the Gemara Bav the Mishnah Bav and Daph Daph Nun Vavam and, and Alf tells us in the Masnison all the way in the bottom, the Mishnah tells us Elu Dvarm Sheein Ona. The following are items or things that are not subject to the iser and monetary uh, ramifications of Onah, Ha'avadim, a person sells a slave. Hashtaros, selling documents, which is interesting. People are, you know, selling and buying mortgages that would seemingly not be uh, subject to ona. Ha'karkos and property, a land, is also not subject to ona. So seemingly, ona would not be of a discussion here. Why do we know? How do we know ona oh, no. does not apply to karka? So the Gemara goes on to explain that the source says the pasuk as follows: "V'chisimcharu memkar la'ham when you sell something to your friend, or you buy something from the hand, only that which goes miyad liyad, something that's metalton, something that's movable, is subject to the halachas of Onah. Karka, of course, is not movable, and therefore it's exempt from the dinim of Onah. That being said, there are other indicators that Onah does, in fact, apply to karka. If you look at the Gemara, the next page in Nun Zain. Um, Amun Aleph, the Gemara says as follows. Amun um, Ravah, Rav says, three lines down, there's that bracket of some sort I made. Amun um, Ravah, Amun um, Ravchasa, Ba'i, Rav Ami. Rav Ami asked the following question. Ona Ein with respect to land, Onah doesn't apply, as the Misha said. But he wanted to know, Bittul Mekach Yesh Lahem, but would it be subject to Bitul Mekach? What does Bittul Mekach mean? So Rashi says, if you charge more than a sixth, yoser meaning, when the Mishnah said there's no onah by Karak, if you charge exactly one-sixth over the value, that's onah, it doesn't apply. But the question of the Gemara is, what about more than a sixth? We said, if it's more than a sixth, by Metaltelin, the whole mekach is batal, would you apply bital mekach as it relates to land? So the Gemara says, So the Oh no lahem, but mekach Oh Ainlam, or maybe there's not even Bitl I mean you could charge tenfold of the price of karke, won't ever be subject to Ona no. So Amar of Nachman Hadar, Amr of Chas of Chasta said, Pashit Rabbi Ami. Rabbi Ami answered, "Oh no, Bitl Mekah That means that there's no Ona, oh, no, If you charge exactly one sixth above price, that's fine. If you charge more than one-sixth of the price, then, says Rabbi Ami, it will be subject to batal mekach, and the entire sale will be null and void. You return the money, you return the land, and you start all over again. Rashi's interpretation, as I said, was using one-sixth. That's the margin of error. If you took it, take a look at top left here, the tosos there, the first tosos is Amarav Nachman. I'm not going to read the whole tosos, but based on some other gemaras, Rabbi Tam comes out with a very different conclusion than Rashi. Again, Rashi said one-sixth is fine by Karka. More than one-sixth, the whole Karka, is the whole sale is null and void. Rabbeinu Tam writes, look at the first narrow line of Tosos. The left side, the first narrow line is Rabbeinu Tam, right by the uh, space above the Gemara. Rabbeinu Tam, o onah ad palga aval mi palga ve'elech mikrei he has a different interpretation. One-sixth is not the measure of uh, proper, of price we're using. It's a half, 50% exactly. But Beinu Tam says you could charge over, at least within, 50% of the price, if it's a million dollars and you sell for 1.4, that's fine, there's no, oh no, one-sixth is, that does not apply to land. One-sixth applies to the Talte. But if you sell your property, of one million for one point six million, which is above fifty percent of the market value, then the lachrbi it would be subject to batal hamekach. the entire sale would be null and void. Machol Rashi tos us is one sixth. Is that the measure used by land or is it fifty percent? What if the, the morrow when the mission says that ain't
1: no
0: nota, what
1: makes cockta different or wasn't remembered than the castle? Well, I remember when I learned this a long time ago, with car I think it's more, the market value is more readily ascertainable, right? Because to go around, globally, people know prices. It's not, you know, some piece of merchandise that comes in, it goes out, who knows where it comes from. But Kaka is, so you have an obligation, if you're going to buy, you'll be fact, you need affect you locally. And if you're not willing to do that, you're going to pay whatever price it is.
0: That's, why it's in a that's one. One approach is meaning you could do the research on your own and figure out what the. That's one approach. The other approach is that KARCA may not have a market value, meaning people are willing to pay anything. Real, yeah. Real estate is uh, is very valuable, right. and whatever you. I, I know at least up in the Nassau County, my taxes are based on what you paid for your house. Meaning if. If let's say the uh, my my house, which is I don't know four bedrooms and everything my size, is worth five hundred thousand dollars, but I paid seven hundred thousand dollars, that will be the tax assessment value because I paid seven hundred thousand dollars. Exactly.
1: Value,
0: exactly. So I'm saying so. Therefore, the value of property is based on what you pay, not based on what others pay.
1: A, you made the market. Exactly.
0: That's why it's not subject to. Oh no, different than what you're saying. I mean, not because research, because the value, the price paid, that becomes the value. So those are two basics as far as why karka is not subject to. Oh, no. Now let's see how we posture. He doesn't accept
1: that premise. That's why he said there is no more than fifty percent. So if you decided to pay seven hundred when other people might have paid four hundred for that property, but you decided to pay close it, it
0: yeah. So, so, both Rashi and Rabino Tom think that there is a market value of Karka, and the margin error is either 1 6, like Metalton, or the margin error is greater. There are other Rishon in the Ritva, notably, but it's not here. The Ritva says there's never Ona oh, no, by Karka, as we're saying the market value is based on what you play. Fine, so let's go through how do we paskin? How do we paskin with respect to Ona and Karka? Take, take a look at page number 3 here. The Shulchan Aruch and Choshe Mishbat Resh, Simon Resh Chav Zayin, Sif Chav I apologize. I like to give you guys the Tsur Sadaf. I like it much better than just giving you the words. But sometimes in Shulchan Aruch, you only have like a few lines and then the next page and then the next page. So I'm, par- I'm sorry if it's like making you jump a lot. But uh, at least you get to see the Shulchan Aruch inside. There's a certain value, I think, to that. So take a look in page number three, the brackets right in the center of the page where there's a Chav Tess there. The Mechaber writes, this is for the Svardim. The following are items that are not subject to ona, like we saw in the Mishnah: Avadim, vashtaros, Those are four things not subject and based on psukim. Afilu machar elef Even if you sell something for a thousand elef, and a guy paid a dinner for it, even though the market value was one thousand times what you paid, oh shava dinner be ein mem ona. The Mechaber says there is no threshold. There is no bitomekach. Like I mentioned before, it, there's no end to it. Both ways, Both ways exactly. Upper and lower. What's the he- hektesh or is a If you want to redeem hektesh, be poda be so you don't have to have the exact value. You could be uh, potah, a thousand dollar hektash you put it on one dollar, that would be hektish. Now, that's for the Sephardim. The Rama writes, hold Ashkenazim, hold v'yeshomim, did Dafka Ad only up until fifty percent more can you allow such a sale to go through? About Yesimi Palga, more than fifty percent in our case, not our actual case, but the example I gave, one million. If you charge and pay one point six million, look at the top of the next page, page number four. Mahalo Echad. you sold one for two, one thousand, and you sold it for two thousand, let's say. So then have a Onah. That would certainly be subject to the halachas of Onah. So, so the mice in our case, sire? It right. It's, it's really, me, uh, it's, machok is how do you assess the sixth? Is it the sixth of the original price or the sixth of the price after the fact? We assume after the fact, right, exactly.
1: Location, Exactly, so
0: there's no value.
1: property here, going over
0: Exactly. So it's hard. So there's a machlo, whether it is and how much it might be. But when it comes to our particular case at hand, that the guy sold or bought the property of 1.2, even though it really is 1.1. So maybe you could say, maybe there should be, oh, no. Nah. So there would be a discussion, oh, no, nah, because if the real market value is 1.1, and he tricked the guy to pay 1.2, that's within 1.6. It's only really within 50%. And therefore, it's not subject to, oh, no. Nah. It's less than I'm saying less than 1.6 yeah. And therefore it's not Subject to oh no well, again, one, second, one, one, one second Hold on One second Yeah Ah so we'll get to that In a second Right, right now Just halachas. oh no Yeah we'll get to The next piece Whether it's ethical Whether it's proper Whether it's trickery Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. In our case right. Originally He had 1.2 And we and fell over To 1.1 so he knew that, course, the guy the was asking for one point two. So then that gets to the question what is the real market value? Was he asked was he aiming high, but the real value was less? But that certainly would be part of the conversation, too. What is the real market value? 1.2, 1.1, which is still very, very hard, obviously, to pin a price to anything, which is why halachas of Ona are quite complicated and are really not so relevant. But um, so that's when it comes to ona. So ona is not relevant simply because the extra amount he paid is not one-sixth and certainly not 50% of whatever the market value might be. But as you said, there is another factor which is something that's unethical, what he did. And what concern would that be? Not, not the thing either, no. <laughs> well, what, what, would that, what answer would that be? Not, not, no, he didn't lie. It could, it could be maybe. What 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 would that be in the, in the which isser we have? What's that called?
1: Word
0: has yeah, I'm saying that check. But what isser is that when you deceive someone? No, that's when the price you, you sold something that wasn't really what you, I sold you a, a nice car. A car, but it was. That's onus dvarim. That's like making fun of a person. Genevas das the isser of Genevas das stealing a person's mind, tricking a person into the isser Genevas das. So I don't know if there's actual sheker. He didn't lie. Maybe his mother lied that you offer 1.2. <laughs> but certainly there was a Gnevis Das that this guy was tricked into thinking there's another buyer on the other end of the line. And that's an Isr De Raisa of Ginevas Das. Now, the Gemara in Hulun says Isr Gnevis Das does not only apply from a Yid to another Yid. Even if you trick a Goy, it's also an Isser De raisa. Now, we're talking about in Jenner from a Goy, that certainly is also, even though maybe it's only Isser Isr their Banner, let's say. Um, but Gnevis das is certainly an answer de Raisa of tricking any human being. So say the, Torah,
1: exactly?
0: the the I have to look at where left. I forget exactly the source. We'll see the Shochanach in just a second. So take a look before you even get to the Shochanach. Look at what the number four, the page number four, the Taz writes. The Taz there, page number four, it's the brackets in the left column. So he says as follows: Maisim b'chol Every single day, he sells an uh, object to his friend. He says to the potential customer, so-and-so bought the item just the uh, hour ago. He paid uh, $20. You're going to offer me only $15? It happens all the time, says it does. So the guy offered me a price. I didn't want to sell him for that lower price. I guess it's a little bit different than what I said. He offered me 15 I said, no, get out of here. I'm selling mine for 20 Afterwards, so, uh, he made up a story up. He made it up. He said, some guy walked in an hour ago to offer me this price. He said, get out of town. I'm not selling you for that. That mice had never happened. And the, all the time, you have these uh, sellers, these salesmen saying, oh, this happened, that happened. Now that's how salesmen work. Not putting them down. But that's part of... But What? Okay, so, so, it happens, you, know, you go to a restaurant, you ask the, the waitress, what's your uh, favorite d- dessert? Oh, this is my favorite dessert. You pick something else. Oh, that's, I also love that dessert as well. It's also my favorite dessert. They're always trying to, you know, have you buy these things. That's how it works as a salesman. So what's considered deceit? What's not deceit? So Taz says it happens all the time. That's how the uh, salesmen work. Because the salesman made up a story that some guy came in the story, even though he never came in, the whole sale we null and void him. That doesn't make sense. It happens all the time. That means there will be no, no selling anymore. The whole shuk would fall apart. Ella, our the it must be how I said, the So go it goes through a whole other discussion here. Fine. It's based on schiris hiring workers. But what comes out from the taz is, just because a person deceits someone else, doesn't mean it's going to make the sale null and void. The sale is still a good sale. Doesn't mean it's Okay. As we said, it's an iser das, and take a look at the next page in the Shulchan Aruch in Siman Reish He says as follows. He writes in the uh, Siv vav there. The Shulchan Aruch says, "Asir leRamos bnei Adam, a person may not trick anyone else b'mekach umemkar when it comes to buying and selling, olig nov daitam or to steal a person's das to trick him kagon. What's an example? Im mum so if you have a moment, you have to tell the buyer. You know, my, up in New York, where I live, on Shabbos, I guess, so uh, where my family is, so we have a clean lady. And uh, a month ago, she pulls up in a very nice car, a very nice car. I said to my wife, what are we paying her? Like, how would she afford this car? No, so she bought it from a friend who was in the car dealership. Turns out, every other week, she's taking the car to the, get it fixed. It's a nice car that may got flooded. Who knows what happened to it? She got a cheap price for, uh, for nothing. So, you have to tell people, you know, if there's a mum, you can't always see a mum. Certainly when it comes to cars, we don't know how to tell uh, a good car from a bad car. Yeah, so, if there's a blemish in the car or the item, you have to tell them. Now, this becomes a very tricky thing, of course. If you're selling a house, you don't want to expose all your movement. You don't want to tell, the heat has a little problem when it gets very cold or maybe the AC gets a little uh, tough, works hard when it's 95 degrees in Florida. You don't want to expose everything. So what is considered uh, you know, responsible, what's not. So that's why we have you know, the uh, inspectors come and then the inspectors make sure they tell you every problem and then some, what's wrong with the house. But as a real honest seller, you have to tell the lokeach has this problem and that problem within reason. V'afim who guy even if it's a guy. Gamar talks about a case that a guy wants to buy shechted meat. It's healthier, it's tastier, whatever the reason is. So he doesn't, you know, there's no halacha that a guy has to eat shechted meat. So you know what? I could do much better. I've got a behema that was a, the shechita wasn't a good shechita. It's a nevela, and I'll you know give him some that. He doesn't care if it's really shechted or not. I'll tell him it's shechted, and what does he care? He's not. There's no issa for him. To do that, says the Gemara in the Mechaberite, that's also of Gnevis Das. He wanted Shech and me, you can't give him a Veila. Das habrios Bedvarim, even to trick them in words, Shemara She'osa You pretend this if you're doing something. The classic cases. I'll say this outside, I don't read this inside. I know you're going away to Shabbos. You're going to visit, I don't know, your grandkids up in New York. So you know what? Come to my house for Shabbos here in Boca, have a beautiful meal. That's so sweet of you. No, I would love to come, but it happens to be I'm going with my grandchildren this Shabbos. I knew that, but you didn't know that. I knew that. So you think I like you, you think I invited you over. That wasn't really, that was tricking. That's Gneva's das. So it's not my example. There's a Gemara's example, by the way. So look at the Shurik and It's Ketar. Don't uh, try to uh, convince your friend to eat by you. You know. So wait, he's not going to come to you. And don't uh, start offering him a lot of money, a lot of gifts, You know he won't take the gifts. But you offer him, I'll give you, I don't know, here's $100, he won't take it. I'll give you $1,000, he won't take it. I know he won't take it, that's why I'm willing to offer all this money to him. That's also, Don't open up a lot of uh, jugs in the store to taste wine. Over. a guy walks in, he sees you opening up all these nice uh, fancy wines, he's sober, he all oh, says, I walked in, he opens up a nice bottle of wine, you gotta tell him, honestly, I didn't do it because of you. I was doing it anyways, you happen to just walk in here, lest he think you you really like him. Not that you want him to hate you, but if a person thinks you really did something above and beyond that's not true, you have to tell him. You have to let him know, I wasn't opening them for you, I was opening for all the customers that came in today. It wasn't specifically for you. So these are all types of things. It's is an isr of Genevas das, which is an Isser deraisa. So that although this is no, this uh, case we spoke about is not subject to ona because the pricing was not ona. And although, even though you were tricked, the mekach is still uh, good because ma'isim b'chol yom people trick people. In the end of the day, one who does this, the mocher and his mother who called him up who had this uh, whole scheme they wanted to play, they're violating the Isr, the of Gnevas Das. What's the, what's the difference between Gnevas Das and Litte Iver? Litte Iver is tricking someone to do an Avera. That's a different... This is, he didn't trick anyone to do an Avera. He just tricked just the guy. Just, he, yeah, yeah. Ones? No Onesh. A, 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 like a Exactly. A, now, what's now. What's yeah.
1: They, like wine tasting thing? Yeah. No, you can't.
0: That's another case, but no, you can't. That's a, yeah, you cannot do that. You can't, there's another case. You can't walk into stores not having any interest in buying things. It's a different whole other discussion. Yeah, now, even then, there's it really allowed to because they want you to walk into the stores anyways because maybe you will buy something. Right. And maybe the people think, oh, it's an active store. Other people will buy things. But that's a different that's case. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Let's get down now. So there's an Nevis desk. Now, the Ramban actually writes something interesting. Ramban writes, although when we said that ona, oh no, that it didn't apply to karka, even though it was so uh, expensive, that what it means is no ona oh no, by karka, is that the sale is a good sale. But there's still an the issue to do it. To a person to overcharge over a sixth, um, you know, or a significant amount, although the sale might still be a good sale, the Ramban writes there still is an isr deraisa to do so that being said this particular case when it comes to the guy who is uh, 1.1 and he ends up paying 1.2 even though he violated Gnevis Das since Lamaish there wasn't really any oh no the sale's a good sale it's final And only has his tiniest on the guy the Mochah is a nice guy if he's an honest guy he should probably pay the money back maybe that will undo the Gnevis Das maybe the guy will be moch on the Gnevis Das but Halach Lamaish the sale is final so if this guy would go around